Hello and welcome to Affable Chat Off Script. This is episode 11 of Off Script, which is the episodes where we talk about other topics. Today, I have a guest in the studio with me live in person, my good friend, Vikram Melchizedek. Mel, welcome to the podcast. Oh, hey, how's it going? Finally excited to get in here. Yeah, so what do you think? What do you like? What do you think of the studio? This is epic. Um, <laughs> I love the transition. It definitely looks like a work in progress. I feel like... Uh, anytime something amazing is happening, it looks like a mess in here with a lot of things going on. And that, that's what it has that feel has that, uh, like potential going on in here. I love it. Yeah. Last time I had somebody in the, in the live in here was when, uh, Corey and Tony Mm -hmm. Stank were on the podcast a few weeks ago. And at the time I just had the foam core Mm -hmm. over here and over there and Mm -hmm. this table new is the green screen that's behind me here. Because uh, I'm trying to make some more video content now that I've built my computer, which is that massive hunk of metal on the mm-hmm. other side of the, the room. So, you know, the, it continues to build uh, in here. In fact, uh, I also bought these lights, which I'm going to turn this one on right quick. So it's not so dank in here. Now, now. <laughs> wow, now it's way better. <laughs> our listeners don't know, but now it's what it's easier to see each other in uh, the studio. So it's uh, so. Mel and I uh, have go, we go way back, all the way back to freshman year of college, and we w- did a lot of undergrad together, same major, uh, studied a lot, a lot together. Mel was actually a big part of the reason why I, I even graduated. I like to think, and um, yeah. but then we interned at the same company, mm-hmm. and then after we graduated, got the jobs at the same company, and our company is all over the place. And now we're working at the same company at the same place. It's, it's a dream come true. It's, uh, it's epic. And uh, when I explained that relationship to my PM as Ben moved, she just went, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it, it is nice being, uh, being able to work with friends because, mm-hmm. you know, as anybody knows, going into the professional world mm-hmm. is, a, well, it's not, I look at it as an opportunity to make new friends, of course. which I, I've done a lot of, mm-hmm. but also it's nice to, to see some old faces. Of course. Of course. It's been great having Benjamin work with me again. Uh, just like college all over again, finally. <laughs> just like the 2 a.m. nights in the computer lab, but now it's uh, 2 p.m. Uh, evenings <laughs> snoozing at work. <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah, uh, it's it's nice, I guess. Yeah. It, it's part of, I mean, it's why you're here right mm-hmm. now, why we're able to be in the same room. Uh, back when I was in Oklahoma City working, well, I was by myself. Mm-hmm. There was other people there, obviously, but uh, I was—I didn't know anybody that was really comfortable bringing on the podcast mm-hmm. quite yet. Yeah. But here, I'm like, yeah, forget it, whatever. <laughs> Honestly, that's been part of the development of this thing. When mm-hmm. I first started podcasting, mm-hmm. it was like low-key embarrassing. Do you think soon you're going to have a problem of too many people wanting to be on your podcast? That is a problem I would like to have. I I don't foresee that happening any mm-hmm. like super soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it does, that'd be a good problem to have. I think that's true. I was happy to hear that you're uh, ex- you know just you jumped at the chance to oh, come man. on the podcast. Um, and really, that's why I spent all this money on this, you know, all these uh, devices, these microphones. Yeah, do what you love. <laughs> so yeah, so I can actually put this stuff together. It was part of the part of the plan, you know. When I was a, a high schooler, I was mm-hmm. really into video editing. Um, not really audio editing as much, although mm-hmm. my friends and I did dabble a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I was more, well, I was just having fun with YouTube back in the day, mm-hmm. but I looked at it as something that you couldn't reliably make money on. I mean, back then, I don't even remember people really monetizing YouTube the way they do today. Yeah, mostly cat videos. <laughs> yeah, well, I was a kid, and I mean, back then, I was making YouTube videos from like 2008 to like 2013, so... Mm-hmm. 
um, kind of early days on YouTube. And I'm sure plenty of people were making a living, but not that many. And I was good at math. So they were like, go do engineering. I was like, that will definitely provide a living. And it has. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's, it's provided a living to the point where now I can do that other thing, content creation as awesome. a hobby. So it, it is kind of nice. Although I've thought back on it. What if I had stuck with YouTube? Maybe today I'd be like <laughs> a big time famous YouTuber. Or a guy who had to find another job. <laughs> You're <laughs> right. could go both ways. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like, uh, you know, if you really were into it, you know, there's definitely a career out there. But, uh, you know, you don't absolutely know, like, the major we picked and the path we took that you would have definitely, you know, hit what you needed to. Well, you're right. Mm -hmm. And it's one of the things, because also in high school, I realized I really liked sports. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd always played sports, but once I re really was when I discovered the NFL and started paying close attention to the NFL, which led to paying attention to other sports, mm -hmm. I got kind of, like, I'm a nerd about it sometimes. Mm -hmm. And this isn't me trying to, like, flex and be like, I'm the smartest at sports. It's just something I'd love to obsess about. Yeah. And I thought about, like, what if I pursued a career in that? Now, first off, that's even less likely, I would yeah. like to think. <laughs> of course. But also, I don't want to make it work. Mm -hmm. There are times where I will, especially on a Sunday after I spend 1 p.m. to 11 p.m. watching mm -hmm. football, like, the next day, Monday Night Football's on, and I'm like, I don't really like football right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll get tired oh, yeah. of it, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, so I don't want to accidentally make one of the things I like the most mm -hmm. into, into work. work. Right. Yeah. I mean, people talk about like you can, your if you're doing what you love. What, what's that saying? Yeah, if, if you're uh, work <laughs> doing what you love, you're never gonna work a day in your life. Right. That's exactly. Yeah. Which I think it can definitely be true. Mm -hmm. uh, but you have to just find that right thing. And for me, things like football mm -hmm. were, or just watching sports and talking about sports is just pleasure. Well, I don't want it to be any work. With, with that statement, I always took it as you know, if you find what uh, you like doing and do it for work, you're gonna be happy all the time, and nothing, <laughs> everything's gonna feel great, and you're gonna be rosy. <laughs> but the reality is, you're still gonna have to put in hard work and grind it out. Yeah. Well. Uh, I think, yeah, you're going to have to do that no matter what, yeah. you know? So I think you just have to find what you're good at mm -hmm. and uh, make that, you know, find find a way to enjoy that. Mm -hmm. um, and if they end up being the same thing, then that's hooray awesome. for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, that's one thing uh, whenever I'm out and about and I'm having a good conversation with someone, I look them right in the eye and I say, what do you like to do? What makes you happy? And you'd be surprised the amount of people that go, uh, including yeah. myself. And that's awesome that you have uh, something that you're like, I, I, I do the things I do in the day to day so I can do this when I have the chance. Oh, yeah. And it has. That's the reason why I'm still doing this. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is the 11th episode of Off, off Script. We just did the 71st episode of uh, Affable Chat, just mm -hmm. like the movie episodes. Yeah. And before that, I did two 16 se 16 episode seasons of a fantasy football podcast. Mm -hmm. So I'm in the triple digits for podcasts wow. at this point. And uh, I have made zero dollars, but it's not, it's because it's fun. Like it genuinely is really fun to like think of an idea and try to make it into something. You know, you know, something that I thought would be really funny along with what you just said. Uh, I know that YouTube hands out um, certificates and medallions, et cetera, yes, et cetera, yes. when you hit a certain amount of subscribers. Uh, you have X amount of experience podcasting and all, and you do need some decor for the studio. Okay. So you should just print yourself off some certificates <laughs> signed by yourself. <laughs> Officially, you did 100 episodes of a podcast signed, Benjamin. Congrats, sir. I definitely need to make that because yeah. it is something I'm kind of proud of. That's And, and going back yeah. to like getting more confident mm -hmm. in yeah. the podcast that mm -hmm. I'm making, it's something like now I'm, I'll just casually tell people, yeah, I have a podcast. If you mm -hmm. want to look it up, you can. And 
and I a lot of times I'll be like, so mm-hmm. we just did like the seventy first episode, mm-hmm. and they're like, what seventy yeah, one? Exactly. Like, and as funny as that seems, and you might think, ah, oh, that's silly. You know, I, I never knew that. I, when you told me that, I'm like, whoa, that's awesome. You know, if someone comes in here, a total guest, and they see uh, two hundred mm-hmm. podcasts under my his belt, like, wow, like. Yeah, I mean, he gave a certificate that, to himself, but still, 200. No, that is hilarious. No, but I need to make it, like, the big, bold text is, like, <laughs> this, anyway, you know, 100-episode certificate, and then in, like, the small text, like, who's signing it? So, that, me, yeah, but yeah. You, hopefully you don't look that long. Or, or maybe even, like, a little counter, you know? 100 oh. podcasts done. that would be cool maybe yeah. even a little project who knows yeah no cool. it could be a project which is actually something we, we've talked about yeah because this foam core you're seeing here on mm-hmm. the wall this is a very popular purchase for youtubers mm-hmm. a lot of youtubers you'll see this in the background of their videos mm-hmm. um just a little bit of soundproofing and i think it works well enough mm-hmm. but my problem with it is you have to uh, apply it to the wall at least the way i've done it mm-hmm. is with those little sticky strips you mm-hmm. know adhesive strips you use in college to hang posters mm-hmm. And eventually they fall off. Yeah. Like actually yesterday, I had to put like five of these mm-hmm. back on the wall because they just fell. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that it's not because my neighbor on the other side of the wall mm-hmm. was like slamming his roommate into oh. the wall. That could, I mean, I don't know, I don't <laughs> I know. know why those ones fell and the ones that are on the wall that doesn't, that I don't share with oh, my Oh, it's neighbor. just this wall that's falling. Just this oh, wall, wow. yeah. Right. So, uh, but either way, mm-hmm. um, I'm hoping to embark on a little bit more yeah. of a serious soundproofing mm-hmm. adventure mm-hmm. and uh that might can that might and, and i do have experience with soundproofing uh i can talk about it yeah no, what, what do you mean what, do you, what have you done oh yeah so uh for those who may not know i bought my own condo last year in five points and five points is the downtown district of columbia with a lot of road noise and the two bedrooms that i had face the street so about after 10 o'clock it was i was almost hearing every single conversation on the street <laughs> uh, it was it was bad so i had to f- figure out a way so i can go to sleep at night so i did all my research on soundproofing and found that i need to block every single crevice between myself and the street in the window which is where most of the sound was coming from uh-huh. so i built this plexiglass slash wood frame that i would just slide over my window railing and that dramatically cut down the sound. I, it went from hearing you know, crystal clear conversations on the street to just hearing uh, the occasional car noise. Nice. Um, so I think we can definitely apply some of that in here. Now, if only we could do that in a large scale to block out the noise of the trains in downtown that's Columbia. Too. Yeah, that's absolutely possible. Really? Yeah. Just put like foam all around the train. <laughs> no plexiglass and you got to make sure it's an airtight seal around the train that's what we need but yeah you know uh you know it's never going to take out the sound completely right but it'll definitely muffle it and make it bearable yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and i mean i'm lucky to be in a place where i don't have too much exterior mm-hmm. noise i'm um, mm-hmm. especially even just my location like believe it or not as cringy as it sounds when i went apartment hunting it was like 50 percent my proximity to work and like downtown and like where i you know, the things that I'm going to go to when I'm close to. Mm-hmm. And the other 50% was how ideal is this apartment for setting up a podcast studio? <laughs> no, that's uh, one thing I looked at too, you know, after uh, moving to my newer apartment now, I definitely wanted a bit more peace and quiet. So my current apartment is um, on the river and I th- uh, thought to myself, ah, the only thing I'll be hearing is the river. What a peaceful thing to hear every evening. Nope. I hear <laughs> ducks screaming. <laughs> Every screaming, day, screaming at the top of their lungs. <laughs> I swear, I want to go like, keep it down, you. <laughs> More so than I did the students when I was in my prior apartment. <laughs> That's hilarious. Dude. I do enjoy a bit of nature here in South Carolina. Oh, yeah. I it is crazy the difference 
in the wildlife here mm -hmm. versus in Oklahoma City. Okay. And I, I think that says more about Oklahoma City than it does about mm -hmm. South Carolina. But there was straight up no, um, there was like no bugs there. And mm -hmm. there's a whole bunch of bugs here. And I do want to return to this, but Joey is calling me. And I think ah. it'd be interesting if we put him on the podcast. That's possible. Um, so, well, we're, we're going to try. Hey, Joey, um, you're live hey. on Affable Chat. Am I really? Yeah, I've got you on speaker here with uh, with Mel. Oh, okay. So uh, I have Affable Chat things to talk about. So do you want me to want me to go ahead? Yes. <laughs> sure. I mean, we're we are recording. Okay. Go ahead. Well, I have um, we got we got that uh, message, or we didn't get a message, but there was a post on Reddit on the r slash podcasting forum, uh, and somebody was asking for movie podcasts. Uh, they want to do a collaboration. So I thought I would reach out and I have an email I've written for them. Do you want me to read it to you? Cause I want to like run it by you before I, yeah, yeah. Let's see. What do you got? All right. Ready? So this is, uh, the title of the pod, the title of the email, the subject is podcast collaboration. That's great. It uh, starts with, that's uh, a great hello, start. Brad, thank you. Hello, Brad and Charlie of cinema speak exclamation point. We saw your post on r slash podcasting and thought we would reach out. My name is Joey. Together with my co-host, Benjamin, we run the podcast Affable Chat, where we discuss a movie almost every week. Almost is in parentheses. <laughs> we are available on most podcasting platforms. Here is a link to our podcast on iTunes. And, of course, I left. A, I put it in a hyperlink because I'm a professional. Um, I don't just leave naked links in my emails. So that's disgusting. Wait, wait. <laughs> this email is great so far, by the way. Thank you. Next uh, paragraph. We listened to a couple of your recent episodes, and we would love the opportunity to collaborate with you! Exclamation uh, point. Our approach is a little different in that we usually stick to one movie and dive as deep as we can into it, and we will play songs or quotes to help illustrate our points. However, we are pretty flexible and love to talk about anything movie-related. Okay. Um, next, I see that you are getting several replies on your original post, so here are some things that set us apart. Uh, I have three bullets here. We are used to recording remote. We usually we each manage our own audio, although Benjamin does all the editing. So you can rely on us to deliver on sound, sound quality. Uh, I noticed you guys like to discuss the movie-going experience. I used to work in a movie theater and in a blockbuster, so perhaps I can answer some of your questions on air. Lastly, I said Benjamin and I have been very good friends for a very long time, so our chemistry is one of the highlights of our podcast, which I noticed is a theme for your podcast as well. Let me know what you think. Exclamation point. Thanks, Joey. Joey, let me tell you, I've been in an office all day today, and that is by far the best email I've read all day. Well, if I if I would interject, well, Joey, the, the one thing I would like to point out, coming from my uh, cybersecurity training, is uh, never click on a link from an email. So uh, from, <laughs> from someone you don't know, right? Yeah, yeah so. from someone you don't know. Hopefully well, we've okay. Hopefully yeah, we've established but, rapport with these guys with such a well-written email. Yeah, but okay. Everyone also knows that you all you have to do is hover over a link, and it'll show you in the bottom uh, left-hand corner where that link goes. Mm -hmm. And if it goes to where it says it's going, then you can click on it. No, that's fair. Okay. Excellent cybersecurity debate, you guys. <laughs> um, we're going to get back to the interview with Mel. Joey, I think that's a great email, and I'm excited uh, to see what kind of response we get back. Excellent. I'm going to send it right now. All right, my friend. I'm going to let you go. I'll talk to you soon, all right? Bye. All right, bye. Well, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Top time with Joey. I love it. <laughs> yeah, well, we're um, we're trying... Well, honestly, we're open to collaborating with anybody who wants yeah. to. And we've been checking out r slash podcasting. Wow. And uh, there's a community there. So we're going to... These guys are like... 
they're like the like the near future us they like they just made their 166th episode about movies Mm -hmm. and they do basically the same thing it's like two guys Mm -hmm. who discuss movies and uh like they just watch a movie and talk about it for like an hour and a half and they are that much more ahead of us so it's gonna be interesting to collaborate with them awesome that, that's so awesome that joey made all those points i was like those are very good points these guys better pick uh, affable yeah. chat well and, and the other thing is I, I i don't know how many responses that mm-hmm. subreddit got or that reddit post got but um i have a feeling they'll just be open to collaborating with whoever wants to mm-hmm. so anyways uh yeah that's that's part of what's going on we're always working in the background mm-hmm. trying to organize things uh but to get back to the topic at hand we we're mm-hmm. talking about wildlife okay. here in south carolina yeah. and how it interacts with us on a day-to-day mm-hmm. and the spider <laughs> that lives outside penny yeah penny parker my uh she's not my pet uh-huh. she's my friend yes, i would say that's correct she's i don't have any control over mm-hmm. her i'm not Absolutely. taking her out to go poop <laughs> I'm not feeding her. Yeah. She does all that on her own. It's actually kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. It's been a, it's been a really interesting experience having her live right outside my mm-hmm. bedroom window. Have you ever had a stray dog, cat, or monkey live outside? <laughs> Mel, you know for a fact I've never had a stray <laughs> monkey near my house. It's the same thing. <laughs> and and for people who might not know, Mel is from India. Yes, so that means that having stray monkeys around actually was a possibility for him. <laughs> They're not pets. They just hang around and occasionally steal your lunch, but that's all they do. Well, <laughs> and they have they have their own pets, right, sometimes? Uh, I did see one get along with a dog fairly well. They would, like, occasionally ride it, and, you know, if they had some excess food that they stole from me, most likely, they would give it to the dog. <laughs> that's always fascinating to me. Uh, it's one of the reasons I think you're such an interesting person, uh-huh. uh, if I can be candid with you, Mel, is that you have such a different perspective because you come from a different country. Mm-hmm. But... I feel like if I didn't know that, mm-hmm. or anybody who doesn't know that, mm-hmm. they would just think you're a brown dude from America. That is funny that you said that, uh, because yesterday I had gone to Best Buy to buy something, uh, and I was talking to the uh, sales guy, I guess, uh, and he was recommending a product, and I was speaking to him for about five or six minutes. And then before buying it, I had to call my dad to confirm something. So I just called, immediately went to a whole different language. And the sales guy, as soon as I got up the point, he's like, what the heck, dude? <laughs> I just thought you were a guy from here. And all of a sudden, he just, like, on a snap of a finger, transfer over to another language. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yep, you did that. that. You did that right before we started recording, yeah. <laughs> which is always amazing it's to definitely me. definitely a shock to people. I, I, I think they're, um, people are used to seeing people from other cultures and all, but they don't see uh, too many people that straddle two different worlds yeah very very well is um, it is it well i don't know i've heard like obviously like a poo from the simpsons and like you there is a indian accent mm-hmm. but does that like you know stereotypical accent come along with the language that you speak which is tamil yes that's correct okay um well there is an indian accent just like there's an american accent okay uh but it's all over the place you know there's uh well, because there's so many languages mm-hmm. right there's so many languages well you know there's a billion people so there's bound to be numerous language uh numerous accent but weirdly enough i i don't see too many indian accents based on the cultural identity uh-huh. more so the social status okay that's, that's what i would relate it to so i think we had a chat about this before but i remember telling you about that uh, Indian techie accent, how they sound like, and how like an older uh, English, uh, an older Indian accent, like my granddad, who has like a hint of uh, British accent to it, right, right, and how there's like a, and then there's a newest one where it's just uh, people that are just um, learning English for the first time. Normally, people of uh, lower 
social status mm-hmm. and their and their english is completely different so i think it has more to do with the uh, social status yeah. than anything else that is crazy i mm-hmm. i because uh, i mean to tell you the truth mm-hmm. i didn't learn much about india mm-hmm. growing up in school and yeah. for some reason i just wasn't all that inclined to go mm-hmm. google and wikipedia yeah. about <laughs> india so <laughs> when i found out through you mm-hmm. All, how many different cultures exist within India? Also, just how many freaking people are there? Oh, and, I, yeah. and I know that sounds stupid, but like when I got to college, I didn't know much about India. So when I found out there's a billion people, I was like, what it just blew that, my mind. I remember uh, in high school, the first big money bet, five bucks, that I won <laughs> was when I told someone that there are more people in India than Africa. He did not believe me, and I won five dollars. Oh, my he gosh. he has yet to pay, so I'm, with interest, I'm sure it's a lot of money. My God, you could have made another five bucks off of me just now, because I don't... That is crazy. Uh, it, it's, um, I mean, maybe I'm just easily shocked, but I... I uh, found that out recently about New York City, that New York City has more people than the entire state of South Carolina. Well, really? Yeah, you know that. Wow. In New York, yeah, because they have over 8 million. Mm-hmm. We have just over 5 million. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's insane how many people are stacked on top of each other in that uh, in that city. Mm-hmm. Um, it, maybe India is just one giant New York City. It like, really <laughs> is. And keep in mind, New York City isn't even uh, top five, I think, of the most populous cities in the world. Dang. Yeah. People really be living close together, huh? They do. They do. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, um, I don't know. I've lived in pretty rural places all mm-hmm. my life, so I, I don't know if I have a really good... Uh, gauge on which one I prefer but in Oklahoma City I at least lived walking distance Mm -hmm. from most of the stuff that like recreationally Mm -hmm. I enjoyed and that was amazing not having to get in your car and Mm -hmm. drive not having to find parking Mm -hmm. and also not risking your life if you're going to go out and drink and stuff is so much better than driving 15 minutes to get anywhere like you do in rural Mm -hmm. South Carolina it's uh I, I just like the city life because there's so many people to interact with and uh Compared to the um, life in, I would say, South Carolina, where there's just fewer people. Yeah. Um, city life to me is very similar to, you know, college life where, you know, you just knock on someone's door, hang out. Something's always going on. You just walk outside. It's uh, it's definitely different. Yeah. You know? When you go places, there just are people there. It's just part uh-huh. of dealing with it. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have the choice to be there alone. There's going to be people no yeah. matter what. So, um, yeah, I like that, too. I feel like because of my upbringing, sometimes that situation can make me feel a little bit uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you get adjusted to it, it's it's pretty cool. Like, for instance, I was just in Atlanta last week mm-hmm. and I was sitting uh, with my friend just having coffee. And it was we struck up a conversation with a stranger who is also having coffee. And it was just because our tables were close together, yeah. you know, and it's not Absolutely. weird. They mm-hmm. actually overheard us having a really engaging conversation mm-hmm. and they decided to jump in. Yeah. Um, you know, when you're when you're a podcaster, you know, you just people just love the conversations you have, just want to be a part <laughs> of it. Um, but I did like that. And that's mm-hmm. not something that really happens. Mm-hmm. I get almost especially uh, we're so hyper aware of like creeps and people like we, we feel like we have to be afraid of mm-hmm. other people. And the more isolated you get, the further away you get from civilization, mm-hmm. I feel like the more you feel that way. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess yeah, in a city life, you have to be comfortable with people. Yeah. That you should be okay with just striking up a conversation with anyone. Whereas I feel like here in South Carolina, I mean, it's still pretty good. Columbia's a big enough city. But the idea of just going and knocking on someone's door is it's a little weird. Yeah. Well, um, and like, especially where I grew up. Mm-hmm. You can be nice to everybody, yeah. But actually, like engaging with them and like stri- oh, <laughs> striking up a conversation with them just out of the blue, yeah, is kind of weird. That's like, true. Uh, but the area that I come from in South Carolina, it's so like 
southern hospitality friendly that if you're like driving down the road by mm -hmm. yourself and somebody's going down the opposite direction you're both going like you know 30 miles an hour you'll wave at them yeah, yeah it's like yeah. not weird to just <laughs> wave at See, some stranger uh i want to point out that it's funny i'm, I'm talking about south carolina like it's in uh you know foreign place it's not i am from columbia south carolina <laughs> spent most of my life here and it's and it's funny that you're mentioning that because i can't count the amount of conversations I've had with, or not conversations, interactions I've had with random people on the street where I say the same thing. How's it going? Pretty good. Nice. Move on. <laughs> Nothing else. I say a few words here and there, nod my head, move on. Yeah. Yep. Have I had engaging conversations? No. Well, and, and that's the other thing too, is you learn how to deal with people that you don't want to talk to because mm -hmm. um, even here in Columbia, mm -hmm. I've had like kind of, you know, I don't know. I don't I, I want to be politically correct with how I label this, but like somebody who's mentally unstable who lives on the street who mm -hmm. just approaches you like ah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> actually you were with me i was actually <laughs> gonna bring that up <laughs> we were walking home yeah. from a company dinner mm -hmm. and uh we just got approached by this strange man man i'm beating up this microphone right now we were yeah. walking home and this strange man walked up and just totally incoherently mm -hmm. starts yelling i think i remember what happened so we were actually i think we were walking to or away from a restaurant downtown uh, right by the state house and we were laughing for some reason uh this man <laughs> thought we were laughing at him and he started coming at us and yelling uh saying i was a vet in vietnam <laughs> <laughs> why are you laughing at him and then uh i don't know how to deal with this situation normally i just turn the other way and walk but you started <laughs> going yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I tried to match his volume uh, and be like yeah yeah yeah, yeah go ahead. but okay which makes me realize it was definitely after the dinner because really? we had some drinks ah. <laughs> I, I, you I, had some drinks i was uh, 20 that's right uh, well not yeah i'm not trying to call the cops here but oh. i um yeah i had a few drinks i was feeling a little more cavalier ah. in the situation and it worked out mm -hmm. and i feel like you know Again, this is all just what I've seen in movies and, you know, mm -hmm. postulating. But if you live in New York City, you're going to run across some yeah. some weirdos. Mm -hmm. And you just got to know how to deal with that. And I feel like that was such a city New York thing to do. Just like, you know, <laughs> whenever there's a heckler, just heckle right back and keep walking along. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I got to say, uh, I know that in case we had been in trouble uh, in that scenario, we could both outran this guy. Yeah. But it, I, I'm sure that a city slicker in New York, they're like, I don't care. I'll get over this. <laughs> well, it's a little bit of uh, male privilege right yeah. is that a lot of times you feel like dudes won't mess with you on the street because yeah. you're another dude you mm -hmm. know it's like you it might end badly for mm -hmm. you if you try to mess with me yeah you know? I'm not saying that women aren't able to hold mm -hmm. their own but i feel like people are more inclined to yeah. mess with them because they think they can handle them I, I i do i enjoy the privilege of uh whenever i go out anywhere uh, or any scenario, I know for a fact that I can outrun it and no one will be able to come and get me. And, yeah. I, and I feel so bad for people that can't be constantly <laughs> scared going, if something were to happen, like, oh my God, I'm going to have to fight it out here. <laughs> you, you should come up with a, your own fitness program based on fear. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I love it. I go into a, and whenever I go into any, you know, unknown location that I'm feeling a little um, scared about, I just look around I'm like I can outrun him, him, her, him, and them. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be totally fine. <laughs> or better yet, find the slowest person in the room like, all right, <laughs> run them. What do you do if you're, you're the slowest? If you go into a room and you, you, there's a bunch of athletes you know, in there? I'll, I'll be honest, I've not been in that scenario before. Uh, but actually, yes, uh, back in cross country in high school. But even then, I wasn't the slowest. But whenever I got to the fast group, I'm like, well, I better know how to hide really well. <laughs> you like, I need to tie my shoe, like reach down and tie the guy next to you's laces together. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. <laughs> just, just in case, you know? <laughs>
yeah. Now it's um, yeah. I I do. I do like that idea though of, of making a fitness program based on fear, mm-hmm. you know, run from your anxieties, you know, find a reason, you know, those, those little creeping thoughts that run into your head, run away from those until your skin. I'm into pretty it. sure that exists. <laughs> well, actually, I saw this, uh... Hey guys, sorry to cut in here. We had a little bit of technical difficulties and I tried to get rid of it in post, couldn't get rid of it in post, but it eventually went away and the rest of the episode is fine. Uh, but while I'm here, I just want to remind you guys to call that number, 833-600-2428. That's 833-600-2428. That's Affable Chat's phone number. You can call us and leave us a message. If you listen to some of our recent episodes, you've heard it. It's uh, really easy to hear your own voice on the podcast and we encourage you to do so. So dial that number once more. That's 833-600-2428. 833 chat. All right, back to the episode. I don't know. I, whatever works for you, right? Whatever gets <laughs> you running, um, having a healthier lifestyle. Actually, you've led me to something that I obviously want to talk about. All right. I can't shut up about mm-hmm. is Sober October. Ooh. Oh, yes. Uh, because we're right in the middle of it, of right course. in the thick of it. Yo, it is what? currently October 8th. My God, has it only been eight days? <laughs> Um, Um, But actually, the hardest part about Silver October hasn't been not partaking. mm -hmm. It's been other people's disappointment in me. Oh, yeah. That I'm not... And honestly, my pitch for Silver October has always been... It rhymes, mm-hmm. so other people will go along with it. Mm-hmm. You know, you just like Movember, or uh, November. No Shave November. Yep. You know, people are, are, which is not a rhyme, it's a alliteration, but still, mm-hmm. people hear that and they're like, oh, okay, I guess you can do it then. Silver October, no. If anything, the rhyme is corny. And people yeah. are like, oh, you're one of those guys. Oh, you know you what? Know, <laughs> you're one of those. We were talking about this the other day. The, like, improving your life starter pack. You know? Like, you have the haircut that's yeah. short on the sides but long on the top. You have, like, you go to the gym. <laughs> and, and you say things like sober and sober. <laughs> you know, and I, I hate being that guy, uh-huh. but I'm totally that guy right now. Oh, that's okay, though. You know, that's a positive outlook. You know, there's so many starter pack memes, and a lot of them are negative, but... I wouldn't be uh, I wouldn't be against classified as uh, eighteen to twenty four year olds uh, trying to get their life together meme. Yeah, this is the time to do it. You know, yeah, that way course. later in my late twenties, I'll already have it together. Mm-hmm. I can focus on something else. Yeah, you know? exactly. Uh, but you know, my waistline will—that's who's going to really appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Uh, at the end of this month, mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, lose a couple of these, a little, a couple inches off this beer belly, mm-hmm. and uh, and then I can go back to putting it back on. And and you know, when you have your first beer in November, even if it's a not to crush on any beer, let's say Bud Light, it's going to be the best <laughs> beer you've ever had. Nice, uh, yeah. No, it, it, and it's it'll lower my tolerance. Yep. Drinking will be cheaper. Mm-hmm. And the real thing, and this is at the core of it, as much as I love the, the health benefits and you know using time for other things, like instead of going out drinking, maybe going to do something that doesn't involve drinking, mm-hmm. like maybe going to bed and then waking up early mm-hmm. to do something else. I love those things. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. um, for me, it's just knowing that I can go without it. Yeah. Because it becomes such a rhythm mm-hmm. in your life. It's like work hard, work hard, work hard get drunk yep work hard work hard hard. go out with friends you know mm-hmm. it's like what do we do yeah. when we're together well we drink that's it that's all we do yeah can we find something else to do exactly. are we really friends or are we just people to get drunk together so i i like engaging in that yeah and i've done it before but it only lasts for as long as it lasts and then now you have to prove it to yourself again oh yeah that's, i mean that's okay yeah, there's a lot of benefits to it and i love that one you're absolutely healthier uh, you're gonna sleep more uh and it almost uh, kind of 
pushes you to find other ways of having fun yeah and things that you'll take into well after october i know we are gonna uh, are at least trying to find places to go in columbia that don't involve drinking like dancing or yes going in out. fact good thing yeah you brought that up we're actually <laughs> watching the clock because oh. we're gonna have to wrap this thing up before we head to our dance class mm-hmm. because uh there's this place uh near our work that does dance classes and they just do random well not random but like they do different styles of dance and tonight just happens to be swing mm-hmm. which is pretty epic because we both have some uh experience with swing Three and step. it's it's also a, a, a dance that i think is pretty versatile that you can use in a lot of places mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're going to engage. That's, that's very sober October. That is true. Uh, you know, getting out of our comfort zone, mm-hmm. exploring some other stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then this also gives you an idea of what you absolutely enjoy when you're sober. Yes. Uh, and then, um, you know, maybe one day you can have a drink and do it and have even more fun. You know, it's so many possibilities out here. Yeah. I took a uh, ballroom dancing in mm-hmm. undergrad and at the end of the semester, cause there was a bunch of ballroom dancing classes that met at different times. All the ballroom dances ballroom dance classes had one big dance together at yeah. the end of the semester so everyone knows how to dance and you go to this event it was actually at the big apple yep. which i know you've been to it's mm-hmm. a historic location here in columbia and they had no alcohol <laughs> and i didn't like pre-game or anything <laughs> i just showed up and we went inside and i was like oh no alcohol huh um okay but then like three hours later that's so much fun i had so much fun yeah. it was it was great to mm-hmm. you could dance with anybody you just had to ask them and obviously i mean most places i hope this is the case but because they knew that i could dance they're mm-hmm. like yeah of course and yeah. then you dance if you strike up a conversation while you're dancing mm-hmm. that's great you can get to know somebody and maybe dance with them later mm-hmm. if it's it doesn't if it's not great three minutes later you're done mm-hmm. you don't have to dance with that person yeah, anymore. That's, that's, that's something i love about dancing it's uh it's a way to meet people and have like a shared commonality with a lot of people in the room you know otherwise you're just at a bar standing still yep and you're just approaching people for no other reason well, than just approaching them. Well, sure. And if you're smooth, that can work for you. Yeah. But dancing is like a nice bridge yeah. to get to and, that you know, location. It's not even about meeting women or men or anything like that. It's just about people. Yeah. You know, it could be hip hop for all you know. And you just like randomly make a friend at a bar. That's so. Yeah. It's a great skill to have. Yeah. No, I'm excited. I'm excited to get back into it. Because yeah. what sucks is I, I have done a lot. Well, I've done some dancing in the past, but it, I haven't retained like any of it. Because mm-hmm. I haven't done it in like two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm hope I'm I'm really hopeful to get back into that and then you know master it. Um, well, <laughs> maybe not master it, but <laughs> intermediate it and uh, and get back into dancing. Uh, know the basics, you know, like uh, shag and swing have the uh, three step, which I'm sure we'll still remember. Yeah, uh, or enough to just you know kind of instruct your mom to how to dude. Dance and and dude, I'm glad you said that because you know who loves dancing with me, my mom. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I know that will make her happy at the next whatever event mm-hmm. I'm at with my mom is yeah. to actually know the dance moves again. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it is weddings, great place to know how to yep. dance. I was just at a wedding for one of my close friends and he's the, um, he's Cuba Rican, which okay. is his, uh, I can't, I'm not sure which one is which, but one of his parents is Cuban and one of his parents is Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there was a lot of, you know, Puerto Rican or Cuban. I I'm, I should know, but I don't. Whichever those particular dances are with those uh, nationalities mm-hmm. were going on, and people knew it. Like, mm-hmm. I saw some impressive dancers out there, yeah. and those guys could go up to any girl they want and grab them and just dance because yeah. they knew how to lead. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I I want to be able to do that. Yeah. You know, that's what I, I was able to do with that one dance. Mm-hmm. Um, because at the end of the day, I am a 
what what are the type A and type B personalities? That would know. I actually I don't know either, yeah. so forget that. But yeah. I'm I'm a busybody. I yeah. like to do things. So like mm-hmm. a lot of times when I get to a bar, you finally waited in line. You waited in line to get in, but then you also waited in line to get your drink. Now you've got your drink, and then you're standing with your friends, and it's too loud to really have a conversation. Yeah. So you're just kind of standing there. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. I'm bored. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and I'm not saying that you should be bored in that situation, but I get bored. Mm-hmm. So being at a place where you can dance, that gives me something to do, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what I'm looking for. Maybe that's what bars are supposed to be. That's why they're so loud. They're like, ah, stop talking to everyone. You like, just let, just let it go. Like, no actually, yeah, you're right. Cause even though it wasn't ballroom dancing or swing dancing mm-hmm. or any recognizable dancing, yeah. pinch back in the day, oh, yeah. back in the golden era of pinch and five points yeah. there, that's all we would do is singing yeah. and dancing. Cause yeah. they play 100% recognizable songs <laughs> Absolutely. and we would just go crazy. Yeah, I think uh pinch, we went so often that all of us knew the playlist to some extent and I would know what time it is by the song playing. <laughs> and I remember, come on, Eileen would come exactly at around 1.30 a.m. <laughs> I would just grab my butts and just start swinging at this point where I'm you know, fairly drunk. And it's like, all right, boys, like, let's get this done. And now we're heading home. You know, I, I don't, I can't remember. I, I don't remember that Pinch played Come On Eileen at 1.30. But I think that says more about me uh, than it does about your memory. It, it totally uh, means that you left early, right? Sure, sure. Yeah. We'll leave it at that um but yeah i so uh, yeah i mean it's the same thing that was the best times in five points in my opinion Mm -hmm. was going to pinch being with your friends Mm -hmm. obviously but also having recognizable music yeah which allowed you to kind of participate Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. the music that's the beauty of like these dance moves is you learn a standard so that you can do it to any song Mm -hmm. or any song of that style you don't have to know it necessarily but it lets you to interact with the music and it's great and then once you're done with whatever dance you're down you're all like sweaty and ready to stop then you're like that was awesome. Like you, you did really great. And then you have a quick little conversation before you're geared up for your next one. Yes. Oh, and dude, definitely getting sweaty. Yeah. I'm also getting sweaty right now Mm because one of the things about podcasting is if you run your AC in the background, the mics will pick it up. Uh, So you have to turn it (laughs) on. I cannot wait for winter. uh, I can't wait till it's just naturally cold. Uh, cause then you can just put a sweater on. What are you talking about? It's a cold, cold 80 degree fall day in Columbia. You're right. right. And fall is in full force when it's 80 degrees in Columbia. My (laughs) goodness. I, I can't, uh, I can't stand it. So I, um, I honestly, with that, I think I'm going to try to wrap this thing up so that we can get going to dance class. Um, but Mel, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I, uh, I, I look forward to having you on again in the future. Maybe when we have a little bit more time, of course. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's going to do it for this episode. So Mel, thank you so much. Uh, you want to shake hands? hands. We just shook hands across a large table. (laughs) Also, I would like to note that both of our hands were very sweaty. Sweaty, Yes. (laughs) All right. What better way to end the podcast than that? So thanks Mel. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Affable Chat. We're available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. We would really appreciate it. If you have a question, comment, or want to request something for us to talk about, you can reach us at our Twitter account, at Affable Chat, or our email, affablechat at gmail.com. Once again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. (laughs) 